Good evening, Cabian. Thanks for tuning in again for the pod of the West Wind with your host, Mac Gallinson. We've got some brand new guests tonight for another goofy chat to bring that Cabian spirit to your home. So tonight we have Camp's notorious duo. It's Tweedle Trout and Tweedle Leather. Live from Philadelphia, it's the Duncan Boys. Hi guys, how are ya? It's us, you know, we're fun. So we got Rory and Liam here, and you guys are living together in the same abode at the moment. He's yeah. about twenty feet that way. Oh, that's cute. So you guys, so you guys are sharing a wall, is what is what the situation is. An attic. Okay, an attic. That's good. That's really good. And how have you guys been keeping busy? What have, What have you guys been up to? Uh, I rebuilt a wall. Uh, no, I, I just sort of dug up a bunch of rocks that I think were a wall one day. You know. Or I was alive. Oh, now, cool! One of those, one of those classic stone walls that that were there from before. Mm-hmm. Camp has a couple of those. I don't know if campers yeah, have seen them. Oh, campers have seen them. Oh yeah, there's also some in, in non-camper locations, but it's a very stone wall kind of place, you know. Um, I have to say, you know, no one can see right now, but the Duncan boys are always one to to just have some stunning facial hair. And I mean, Rory, I gotta say, you're looking more like our Lord and Savior every day. And <laughs> Liam, not are you working really. on that? <laughs> not really. It's really hot. And I yeah. haven't been able to get my hair. So I've been shaving because it's easier. That's definitely <laughs> true. Here, okay, so I wanna know a couple things. First of all, I wanna know Liam. You've at some point developed the nickname Trout at camp. Uh, it's it's on it's on your meet your staff bio. I've noticed, and um, you know, I think that I never necessarily called you Trout naturally. And I want to know where's the origin of Trout? How did that come about? Um, Ethan Tannen, Seth Tannen's cousin. When we were Panthers together, he took one look at me. It was that year that I switched from um, August session to July session. And Ethan took one look at me and went, you look like a fish when you smile. I'm going to call you Trout. <laughs> I've oh never called you Trout. Game. I don't know, I never will. <laughs> For all the campers listening, that really goes to show, like, you never really know when something's going to stick. And, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Ethan didn't mean that to stick as much as it did, but, boy, did it. I mean. <laughs> and, actually, you know, it's fitting now because you are, in fact, fishing guru. So I'm wondering – at what point did you make the full circle and realize that you were you were doomed or meant to be trout the entire time? Now you're that just I, actual trout man. You're trout man. You were trout man before, and now your job is to be trout man. Um, uh, coming back after a few years of not being a camper and going to be a staff, and there were still some people that called me trout. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, just this past uh, spring, I caught trout. I went fishing for trout. I went and swam with the trout. There was a certain, it was this, it, this was the summer of the trout for me. Huh. So it just like, it just made me feel like this is what I was supposed to be doing. So it was oh, yeah. just funny to remember being called trout. That sounds mystical and weird. I like it. And here's the thing is, is I have never caught a fish in my life. So to be completely honest, I know nothing of the feeling, let alone the, 
the tra- the trout that I'm meant to be with. So you know, we'll stay tuned for that. Maybe next time we're uh, we're all up at that at that lovely lovely place, that lovely lake. You can teach me how to catch a fish because I really think I need the boost. You know, it'd be my pleasure. <laughs> um, so so Rory, I understand you fall down a lot. Um, could you? <laughs> sorry, it it seemed like low hanging fruit, but but I have to I have to ask at what point. Did that become part of your personal brand, would you say? Nice. I, I have to say that tracks back to childhood, you know. Okay. Uh, tumbling school. I did I did not go to tumbling school. None of you believe me on that one. Please, none um, of the campers go sign up for tumbling school. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it would probably help you fall down better. But. It actually would. I mean, it, there's one. There's something to be said for falling down safely, and I think that's the important thing. And one thing that I've always admired about Rory's uh, falls is they're not necessarily, they're not chaotic. And I think that that's good because I think the campers that are listening to this could probably take a little bit of message from this because I think there's a chaotic fall and that can le- lead to broken parts um and that's what we want to avoid we want to avoid broken parts just in general you know at camp out of camp so fall safely use your behind and and um and all that stuff all that safety stuff um very surprised i've landed safely so many times just like (laughs) like i'm very tall already so anytime any you go up something who's taller who's taller at this point i i liam you're taller now and i'm taller taller than liam I'm taller with hair, a little bit. so when my hair is oh. like more than he is, but if I got a haircut, I'd be shorter. Huh? You know, I think last time I saw you, you still had the um the the I don't know what you, the the that the fro. It was it was quite a fro. You know, here's the thing: is this is big news coming out, and I just want to you know here on Pot of the Whistwind for the first time, we're getting <laughs> confirmation that Rory Duncan is in fact taller than Liam Duncan. And um, if that doesn't go viral, I don't know what will. (laughs) We're going on the record now, and here it is for the rest of ever. You guys are both counselors who I admire you for the Renaissance men you are. You've really traveled around the spectrum of of being things. Um, And I, you know, and I've gone from sailing to hiking, and I think that was a, a big switch, but it's nothing like, I mean, Liam, from archery, right, to canoeing, to fishing, to back to, back to fishing, to canoe. Okay, what, what was your, what was your map here? Map us out. It was archery and then fishing and then canoeing and then fishing again. I I've always wanted to be a trips counselor, uh-huh. but they didn't want me to be right away. And so <laughs> I went archery for the first year and I rocked. And then they were like, yeah, you can do fishing. That'd be really cool. So I did fishing, did only a couple trips, and then they finally let me be trips. And it turned out to be a lot of work, hmm. believe it or not. It hmm. was a huge, huge commitment, and it was really tough for me. So uh, for the next year, I tried just taking it a little easier, going back to fishing, and then um, scattering in some trips. And I mean, I did a ton of trips when I was fishing the second time. So it was a it was a cool like finding the balance that year, uh, that kind of like you know, cemented my spot at camp. Like it was like fishing, but with some trips. That's interesting. It's 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 your own. It's it's fishing with your own extra Liam spice, and that's important. It's yeah. to find everyone's everyone's niche spice. So Liam, tell me, yeah. um, I understand that you studied film at school, no? Truth.com. Truth.com. So, so 
tell us about that. Are you are you are you planning to pursue the film industry? I've saw, I've seen a little bit of your work, and I would really recommend it to anyone who follows Liam on any of these account sites that we have now. Um, there's there's great there's great material, and I'm wondering, do you have any any new projects? Any new any new plans? Um. Uh, that's a really good question, and one I usually only have to answer when family's around, like, you know, cousins. <laughs> um, so, recently I've been working at a bar, working as a bartender, and that's what I was doing when I was a senior in college as well, uh, and I really enjoyed that, so I've enjoyed the restaurant industry, and obviously with the, with the coronavirus, it's really it's really tough to get out there and interact with people. And that's what film's all about for me. Yeah. Uh, so film and film projects have certainly uh, not been part of my Corona experience, which mm. is, um, so, I don't know. I've, do, I've done some writing. Other than that, um, I haven't done a whole lot of film work. Uh, just today I did a little bit of something, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we did uh, a dramatization of the song Strange Fruit by uh, Gene Holiday, and it was like, it was a really cool experience, so I'm really glad I got to do that today. Uh, but that was like, just, I got lucky. That sounds um, amazing. I feared as much with the, with the, with the whole situation. By the way, Strange yeah. Fruit, that's the recommendation from this podcast. Uh, sometimes we'll come out with a great song for everyone to listen to. Campers, get on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music. Go listen to that song, it's worth it. Um, I, so when I initially got out of school, I was like, I was like, yeah, like, this is what I'm going to do. And um, I got my first job at the bar, uh, like, so much easier than I would at any media company. Mm -hmm. So I stuck with that for a little while, and I'm going to continue to stick with that. Liam, it doesn't surprise me that you're a good bartender. I feel like kind of the basic the basic skills of a bartender really come down to can you be social, can you interact with with guests, and and, and that seems you, that you more than check those boxes. It's just a matter of making somebody feel heard and making somebody feel welcome, and, and that then they'll give you then they'll give you ten dollars. Voice for it. Very loud. Definitely got the voice for it. I mean, I think camp is kind of full if you think about it. I mean, like, that's really what the mission is, I guess, at camp, right? It's to find a way to create an environment where everyone feels heard and everyone feels like what they're doing is important. So it's interesting. I'm not saying everyone should become a bartender. I don't think that's the move for everyone. But I do think that that social excitement that we like to bring, it's nice to see that all of our counselors are still doing that in the outside world. Um, so Rory, I, I understand that you're quite active in the craftsmanship, even in the off season. Um, and I'm really, I'm sure everyone's curious about what it is that you've been working on um, as you've been in home, in, in home state. Well, now, I don't know how accurate, quite active in the creativity fields I've been. I didn't have most of the tools, uh, but I'm, I'm getting some in. Oh, I'm, working on, I'm working on a pair of boots. Wow. Boots, boots, they, cool. Yeah, they're going to be really cool if they fit, work, look good. If I finish them, there's a lot the, of factors. It I turns guess the, out boots are really hard. The four pillars of boots, I actually would say, fit, look good, they're actually finished is a big one. And I actually think most people would overlook that. It's important that they're finished. And I think I've forgotten the fourth one, but I, I would say actually, if you knock out those three, good boots. Um, can you tell us about these boots? Are they like cowboy boots, rain boots? Uh, what kind so of boots? Foot-wise, 
We're going a little bit above the ankle. Okay. Uh, I don't I, actually have the sole of the shoe. Okay. All right. Soleless, is, soleless ankle boots, we'll call them. Right now, that's that's an accurate description. They're like chaps. They're like the chaps of boots. <laughs> I, a, a better description will never be made. <laughs> Are there straps on the back? Are there what? Stirrups. They're, they're, no, Liam, these are not cowboy boots. Oh, I do. Okay, that could be the word of the. That could be the word of the week here. Um, stirrups, stirrup, great word. Um, here's a fun fact about a stirrup. Not only is it a little sharp disc that you kick into your horse, it's also a little bone in your ear. Actually, um, I don't know if there's any any uh, any bone bone studiers in the audience at the moment but um we got an a in physiology my junior year oh there you go can you name those three little bones for some educational content one the co one's the coat uh -huh. correct i think okay so here's the thing and maybe an maybe an ear expert in the crowd can 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 help us with this there's there's that snaily thing that definitely that's does something i think I that's the, the cochlea there's the tympanic membrane and that's I think that's the fancy eardrum. word for the eardrum. You know what's crazy about that, this is is now. <laughs> I hope sorry. everyone goes and looks up a diagram of the inner ear, um, and maybe someone can comment with what the names of those three little bones are. They're the smallest bones in the body. Starting. They're the smallest, discourse. the smallest bones in the body. So, do you guys have a favorite age of of camperdom? Do you remember? Do you do, do you think you thrived mostly as a lower camper, middle camper, or upper camper? Uh, upper camp was where I got my head shaved, and um, that was not a. I not do remember a that. Flattering. Summer. There might be flattering. There might be campers hair. who don't remember the lice uh, summer at camp, and I I'm glad we came to this lice because I think it was it was a it was a bizarre summer, and I remember I was. I was just, I was definitely still a camper at the time. I think I had long hair. I might have been like a like a fox or a, or a panther. And I just like I thought the world was ending because everyone I knew was bald. And I and and I, that can be traumatic for a camper. You know what I mean? Because everyone walks in, and I mean the the easiest thing to do is if everyone gets lysed, you just gotta you know snip snip. And so everyone did exactly that. They they just buzzed it all off. Um, so, so in the meantime, I've been uh, actually building uh, quite a few fires. Um, I've, I've gotten to be an expert on several different types of fires. Um, and that's exciting for me because I was never much of a nature camper. Um, so it's cool to be able to um, take wood and make it into fire. Um, and I think I should have learned that skill at Cabian. And so if there's anyone at Cabian who wants to learn how to make a fire but doesn't know who to ask, um, there's probably a lot of people to ask. And I would say that that's one of the great resources that camp can teach you it's like being a boy scout which i never was were you guys boy scouts we're both eagle scouts that was hilarious that you both said that in unison <laughs> i you guys were probably very good eagle scouts um and <laughs> um <laughs> can we have answered that <laughs> um <laughs> Well, Duncan boys, I have good news and bad news. The good news is that this was a lovely conversation and it was great to see you and it was just so much better to hear about what you're doing. Um, but the bad news is that we are unfortunately out of time for this segment. So I will bid you adieu. I will hope that you tune in to this episode when it's posted as well as many more to follow. And thanks again for being on the show. It's Pod of the West Wind. Good night, everybody.
part of the West Wing. 